Giselle Khoury stands on her own two feet. A journalist for the better part of four decades, if not longer. Uh, a talented communicator and someone who fell in love and then married a martyr. I think today, 18 years after Samir Asir's assassination and Giselle Khoury's passing, I think for better rather than worse, that her legacy is ultimately tied in to his. And it's simply no accident. Both are journalists, both are thinkers in their own right. Of course, she headed the Samir Asir Foundation, she created it. But with that said, I think there's a generation now that is simply passing. And the best and brightest of communicators, of Lebanese protesters that once shined on the streets and on camera as well, going back to March 14, 2005, speeding up to October 17, 2019, I think that generation is fading. And I think there is a torch being passed on to the next generation, which is why it's critical to remember her voice, to listen to her voice, and always, always remember that many people tried. And I think, I think her passing is almost poetic because it happens days before October 17, 2023, the four-year anniversary of October 17. And I think it reflects the wider mood of the country. You know, the word anniversary, usually there's a positive connotation to it and that you're supposed to have feelings of not necessarily optimism, but it's a looking back with fondness that something good happened over a period of time past. In Lebanon's case, anniversaries, there's a free fall into the abyss for all of them, at least the political ones. And four years after October 17, 2019, the country is in a far worse state of affairs. It's completely collapsed. It is broken. And look at March 14, four years out of March 14, that mission had failed already. And I don't think it's for any reason but circumstance, Lebanon's predicament in the region. And the fact is, today, while we talk among friends and family, and while we try to persuade visitors to stay a little longer, it's a losing battle. There's absolutely no control over our destiny. And we're watching and hoping that Hezbollah continues to practice restraint. And then we know at the end of the day, Hezbollah takes orders from Iran. And we know that if Iran is practicing restraint, it's for conditions that are favorable to Iran. But when those conditions change, we are the battlefield. Three days ago, Isam Abdullah was killed. Uh, a journalist in his own right, a, a visual journalist, on the border doing his job, an Israeli missile kills him. I think the role of a journalist will remain in this country, and the braver of journalists will die. But I think at the same time the country is dying, and this is an irreversible trend. 
And mourning today over Giselle Khoury's loss was heartbreaking. It's because so many people that show up to these occasions are injured. Not physically injured, but mentally injured, emotionally scarred. Even the man who spoke minutes after the priest's sermon is Malik Mruwe, who lost his father decades ago. A journalist, Hayat Daily Star, a founder of news media in this country. But he's now in his later years, and you can tell the man has been battered by Lebanon because he is such a sensitive and caring individual. But all the topics we speak about are of pain and suffering. And I'm reminded of this quote always that beauty emerges from pain, but there's just too much pain today in Lebanon. And I don't care how much beauty can emerge from it. It's extremely painful. Uh, and it's also a mourning of a movement that I think was the last try. October 17, 2019 was a sudden reaction to years of buildup. But it was a sudden reaction in that it was the largest uprising in Lebanese history. And there was a window of time. It felt like things could move in a new direction for the better. But that window passed. And when things are too cataclysmic, no country can emerge from the largest non-nuclear blast in modern history unscathed. No country can come out of the economic suffering that we're still in and it's only getting worse. Not to compare, but March 14 couldn't survive the July War. March 14 couldn't survive a dozen assassinations. And March 14 couldn't survive Iranian influence replacing Syria. We're faced with the same issue today, except it's years later in a country that is unrecognizable. But what is recognizable is that there are beautiful souls in this country. And today we mourn the loss of a terrific journalist and a talented woman in her own right. So long live Giselle Khoury, long live Samir Asir. But it's too bad for this country. It's too bad for Lebanon.